Welcome back to DQP Does, the Drafty Quarters Network movie review show where we don't let our beloved animals get taken. I'm Russell. I'll be hosting today. Uh, Shane is out sick. And with me is my beautiful, lovely co-host Dave. Aw, beautiful. <laughs> I just you are beautiful, back. Dave. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. I didn't know it was going to make me blush this early in the show. Jeez. <laughs> Also with us is Clayton. Yeah, I'm here to talk about this beautiful, beautiful movie that breaks me every single time. Yeah, that's very accurate. Yeah. All right. Today we will be discussing Nicolas Cage's Pig, aka my favorite film of 2021. It's very good. I dug it. I can understand that. Uh, Pig was released in 2021. Uh, it is rated R and has a runtime of one hour and 32 minutes. It is available for streaming on Hulu. Uh, it stars Nicolas Cage as Rob Alex Wolf. Who we with, just saw in Hereditary. Yeah, Paymon. Yeah. Pay uh, yeah. With two Fs. Yes. Uh, as Amir. Uh, Adam Arkin as Darius. Uh, Cassandra Violet as Lori. And those are the top build cast. And Lori's just a voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love a tight 90 with a very small cast. Same. Character work. Uh, yeah. Gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directed by Michael Sarnowski, who is also known for A Quiet Place, uh, which is a movie coming out this year. Strange. And another one fight night legacy 2012. Huh? Like another quiet place. I heard there was a third yeah. one coming out. This but is it's... the third one. It's called a quiet place. Day one. Yeah. Huh. He is tied as the director and writer of screenplay. Hmm. Interesting. Neat. I'm always down for a quiet place movie. I've only seen the first one. Well, I like the second it. one's pretty good. That's what I heard. Yeah. It was, it was hard and they're just popcorn. fun in a theater, too. Like, it was hard to eat popcorn in the theater <laughs> for the first movie. It just feels so conspicuous. Yeah. I just put my popcorn like, down until it got loud, and then I just had to shove it in my when face. Am I, when am I going to poo? Like, right? <laughs> uh, so, writers, uh, Vanessa Block uh, is credited for the story. And Michael Sarnowski is also credited as a writer. Hmm. Uh, so Pig, uh, Nicholas Cage plays Rob. Um, also known as Robin. Also mm-hmm. known as Robin. Uh, Robin lives in a shack in the woods and has what I might find to be the cutest little piggy. It's pretty he, cute piggy. It is a, it's a very cute piggy. She's yeah. a very cute piggy. I, I love her. Yeah. I don't think I've ever formed an attachment with an on-screen pet this quickly in my life. (laughs) She's not in it very long. No. No. She's uh seems like a little sweetie. Uh Nicolas Cage hunts truffles uh along with his pig's help. So led to believe she's a truffle pig. Truffle pig. (laughs) Yeah. Um Amir. Uh, comes to Nicholas Cage's little shack in the woods uh, and picks up truffles after Nicholas Cage has collected them, giving him uh, canned food uh, as payment. <laughs> Baby money. You don't, don't need know. money when you're out there living like that. Yeah. yeah. Using um, flour. And Amir's got a in- sweet deal out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, clearly with his... Is that a Camaro? I think it's, it's Ferrari. Ferrari it? Is, is it Ferrari? Uh, he, he refers to it as Camaro later, so I'm uh, assuming it is a Camaro. It might be Camaro. I don't yeah. know when, about uh, when Nicolas Cage is like kicking it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, the Camaro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's got uh, the Bumblebee edition. Um, it's very yellow. <laughs> it was very yellow. Very yellow. Yeah. Uh, but so, if you're getting a Camaro, like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, so the first little bit of the movie uh, is just kind of shows you Nicolas Cage's day to day. Hanging out with Piggy, making yeah. a nice little meal for them. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the story really kicks off when uh, two crackheads 
combusted Nicolas Cage's shack and steals pig. Yeah. How are they credited? I didn't look, but I <laughs> happened tweakers. to watch it with subtitles yeah. this yeah. time. Tweakers and the leader calls her Tweakat. Yeah. And I <laughs> got a huge kick out of it. Who are you playing in that movie? Oh, Tweakat. Tweakat. <laughs> Tweak and Tweakat. Um, so yeah, the movie kicks off when the crackheads still tweakers, uh, still Nicholas Cage's pig, uh, Nicholas Cage begins to go on what appears to be as what is, what appears will be a, uh, John Wick esque adventure. It can has I, John Wick can I comment on the, I might and just interrupt you during this because I just, I really love pig. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a John Wick type of thing. Yeah, well, when, it, when the movie came out and like the, it had a thriller vibe in the trailer and stuff, and he looked, you know, he's bloody, and I thought that was a movie I was getting, and I'm so happy it wasn't. And uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of is. The pig screaming bit. as they drag her away with him just lying helpless on the floor is one of the more traumatic experiences <laughs> of my adult life. Yeah. I just want to throw out there: pigs make yeah. horrific sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he goes on his uh, adventure trying to get his pig back. Uh, and that's pretty much uh, the movie. Uh, we do learn quite a bit about Robin. Um, a, a mere one. Uh, Robin goes to uh, a truffle area where they're also like packaging cr- truffles or finding truffles and almost like a market. Yeah. Okay. Like almost like a, yeah, like a market thing. Um, but I think they're just like collecting them. Like, and it seems know. like the next in the chain of things to get them to the city to. Yeah. So, uh, then he finds out that he needs to go to the city. So he goes to the city and Amir is kind of, um, hesitant to take him to the city cause it's, it might ruin his good name, which like, this is my <laughs> favorite thing about the movie. So Amir is hesitant to, uh, to take him. You smell like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. Because he's like dirty and grungy and lives in the shack. And then they get to the city and throughout the course of being in the city, Amir slowly realizes that Robin used to be someone. Like someone, someone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like not just like had a little life in the city, but like used to actually be someone. Um, and I thought this was where this is where I started getting super enthralled with the movie, uh, because I thought this was a very interesting way to do this. Um, so he, they go to, uh, I don't remember exactly where they go next. They go to see. It's basically the next sequence is the Lion Cook Fight Club. Yeah, the Lion Cook Fight Club. So, so they, so which I Robin find pretty tells, believable, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. First, of all, like this is ridiculous, and I believe it. Robin tells Amir about this underground area, and so takes him down there. Uh, they find like a back way through some random restaurant to get there, and uh, so he takes them there. And then they're like the fight club thing is weird because like they don't fight back. So it's like a place for restaurant employees to go get their anger out by beating up homeless dudes. I know. I think it's actual. They beat up like restaurant workers. I don't think they. Well, the first guy that is down there that is getting hit is also like looks like a homeless dude. He might have just been a line cook. Have you? Well, I you mean, met yeah, line I guess cooks? he might be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then Nicolas Cage, like, he does his whole thing where he pays. Well, he doesn't pay, but he puts his name on the board and stands there and gets the shit beat out of him. So that's where I found it confusing because I was like, is this a fight club or is this. So I think what this film has to say about value and worth, really interesting. Yeah. Because right before this, the guy that like runs this thing told him like, Nick, you have no value, you have no worth. You used to, yeah. And then he goes and writes his name on that board, and he does have worth, yeah. And then throughout the film, you kind of see like how much he is worth, how much the pig is worth, like what a meal is worth, uh, a wife, yourself, a legacy, like yeah. It just has really interesting things to say. I think about value, yeah. 
So uh, they go through, and and in the sequence, they're when he puts he puts his name on the wall, and then like five different guys start putting down money, and it looks as if they're like bidding to be the one to fight him, because mm-hmm. like one guy puts down a couple, the other guy puts down a few more, and then like the last guy puts down like a wad of underground cash oh, some sort of weird ticket thing and I feel like there was a thing with the time limit like if he could take it or if it's just like yeah. a, uh, we don't need the ins and outs it's yeah. just no, a fascinating little thing to happen yeah. it's yeah. just like a fun little thing that happens and I completely believe it Yeah. Um, so we move on from that to mom's french toast which yeah. is the one meal in this movie I actually want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Even so though then, Amir says he's not a good cook. Yeah, Amir and uh, Robin are sitting in Amir's apartment, and Amir makes him some breakfast. Uh, and then they go about the rest of their day, uh, which, like, that seems really important because um, you learn... <laughs> about the meal uh, yeah the meal and <laughs> amir's mom and uh which like he he leads robin to believe that she's dead um and then later you find out that she's not so they go to that they go to a restaurant uh amir takes him amir gets them a reservation through one of his connections at this super high end restaurant because he needs to talk to that chef because he's still trying to track down where his pig is. And so they're at the super high end restaurant having lunch and Nicholas Cage has yet to shower and is still grungy <laughs> and has, has blood all over his face and his clothes. And they're only there because they dropped his name. Yeah. Like the kid couldn't even get him in. Just had to drop his name. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid's dad is the one that supplies the stuff at that restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and they got beef. So Amir was like, didn't want to go there. And uh, that's so good. Um, so then they're talking with the sh- uh, Nicholas. So Robin says that he wants to talk with the chef. So then the chef comes out and they're talking and Amir is talking to the chef at first. And then Robin just sort of looks up at the chef and the chef realizes who Robin is. And Robin had actually fired the chef when Robin ran a restaurant. And so then they have, so there's some really good dialogue and conversation there. Um, and then it's my favorite sequence in the movie. Him talking to the chef about giving up his dreams. Yeah. Like, it's really good. Yeah. It's a really great sequence. I also love how everyone like still refers to him as chef after like 15 years. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Um, so then we go from there to Amir's dad's house and somewhere in between Amir goes and like sees his mom, uh, and talks to her through a door and she's non-responsive. Don't you wish dad would just let you die? Yeah. Uh, and then we, uh, Robin goes to see Amir's dad and the conversation doesn't go super well. Uh, (laughs) Depends on your view of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darius kicks Robin out of the house. Robin leaves. Amir's waiting outside. Uh, they basically, uh, Robin comes up with this plan to, uh, you don't really know what's going on, but basically Robin's like, let's get this stuff. And then once again, you're like, oh shit, he's going to like wreck this dude's house. Like fuck this dude up. And then he goes and collects all these ingredients to cook a meal. So <laughs> the meal, <laughs> the meal. Yeah. A special meal. Yeah. So then he comes back, uh, Amir and Robin go inside while Amir's dad is in his study, like writing and they put together a meal and Amir goes and tells his dad that it's time to eat dinner is that reluctantly his dad comes out, sits at the table with him. Uh, Robin, brings out the food and serves the food. They all sort of start having this dinner together when Amir's dad breaks down, uh, which is like, uh, this is such a good scene. Um, and then he, they basically have a conversation where, um, this leads them to having a conversation where 
Amir's dad, Darius, tells Robin that uh, dead. the pig was dead and has been dead since the tweakers uh-huh. like brought him. Because they were too rough with her. Yeah, they were too rough with her. Um, so there's also a conversation before they decide to go cook the dinner where Amir was still trying to talk Robin into training a new pig. And that's when Robin says, it's not about the pig. The trees tell you where the truffles are. It's like, I love her. She's mine. Yeah. And, um, so you also learn like throughout the course of the movie, you also learn about Robin's wife, uh, who died. And you learn about like the connection between Robin and Amir's mom. Um, so on and so forth. But that, I mean, essentially that's the movie. Uh, and then Robin kind of returns to his life, uh, in the woods in the shack. And the last thing it says to Amir is I'll see you next Thursday. So I return to the status quo. Did you guys, uh, happen to watch the movie to the end of the credits? No, I did not watch and no. not expect a stinger at the end of yeah, the movie. It's not a stinger, but I, I really love it. And it kind of just makes the whole thing for me. And I'm probably tearing up right now. Um, so it has, you know, the credit song or whatever it is and some music. And then yeah. right near the end of the credit, you just hear like birds, like just nature sounds and stuff going about. And you hear like kind of a shuffling and then you hear a pig snorting, letting <laughs> you know that he got a new pig oh, okay. and it just breaks me. Yeah. Absolutely oh, man, breaks even, me. I didn't even see that. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Like it's literally just audio at the end and you can hear a little pig snort and nice. it's, uh, this movie was great. Yeah. It's real sad. So I like the movie a lot. Um, if you are listening to this and you haven't watched it, I've already spoiled the movie, but you should go watch it. And Still come watch back. It. I want to um, watch it again. Like soon. Yeah. I would watch this again. Um, let's go watch it. I, what Clayton was talking about during the synopsis, like what the movie has to say about value. Um, I think is, like it does say a lot because him being gone for so long, like he was such an influential chef to the area, uh, which the movie takes place in Portland, Oregon. Um, and so he was such an influential chef in the area that even 15 years later, he, and like a lot of these people know what happened with his wife and like watched him go through this heartbreak. So like, I love the, I just love this. Cause this was, this trope is like always like an action thing. Yeah. And so for them to like subvert that and use that similar trope for this style of movie, I find very interesting. And I just fucking loved this idea. I have a lot of thoughts on this movie. It just, Ooh, uh, Nicholas fan, letting Nicholas cage. He, depending on how he's utilized, I love him or I'm just like, ugh. uh, I've never seen him do a role like this. Yeah. And I thought it was amazing. I mean, he doesn't talk hardly at all. It's a very, very quiet, subtle performance. Yeah. And it's just amazing. Like I never seen him do anything like this and it just blew me away. And I saw this at the end of 2021, watched it twice in 2022 did not watch it in 2023 because the end of 2022 is when Quentin died, who is my oh. cat version of this pig yeah. that I would have torn down cities. If someone, <laughs> I don't even <laughs> just, uh, and you know, just watching this as a pet owner is just yeah. like, Oh my God. Um, literally haven't, this is the fourth time I've seen it. I haven't been able to watch it once without crying. Uh, so I didn't watch it for a year. But it just was really quiet. Again, I love what it says about value and just even this meal. When Amir is talking to him about the dinner that his parents actually came home in a good mood and said they talked about that meal for years. Just like a meal he had made at this restaurant, how much it had meant to this family and how much he still meant to the world living out in the woods with his pig. And... 
in that scene where he's like talking with the chef and just talking about like, you know, everything you're doing, none of it is real every day. I'll wake up and there'll be less of you. And then just, this was what really gutted me. We don't get a lot of things to really care about. And like, you don't get a lot of things to really care about. And he knows that because he was very in love with his wife and lost her and just has been, and he loves his pig. That's what he cares about. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful. And just Amir, I love Alex Wolf. I always think he gives really fascinating performances and just like his face when he realizes it's his dad, when the, all he wants to do is impress his dad. And obviously all the stuff with his mom, like trying to kill herself and then just being stuck somewhere and just all of that and him just trying to prove himself and the conversations that Nicolas Cage has with Amir's father who have both essentially lost their wives and are very different types of people. Yeah. They both went opposite directions. They're like the perfect. Were you always like this or was it just after she died? And he's just like, I mean, were you? Um, and just the growth of Nicolas Cage's character in our minds throughout the film. Like when they start dropping his name, like the kid can't get something done. They drop his name. Who yeah. At the beginning of the movie, everyone's like, you're nothing. You don't matter. Yeah. And still the weight that that name carried and all the people he influenced, even that chef that he kind of really dressed down yeah. was still like, yes, chef and all this stuff. Like I remember what your dream was like, where you opening a pub. Yeah. And he goes to see that baker and she's still like, you know, I made it a bakery because you're a chef. I'm, I'm a baker. Like that's yeah. who they are. Yeah. And I love that we got both of those two. Like the yeah. writing for this movie is so fucking good Yeah, because you get, so with the chef that is doing the thing he doesn't love, he's doing the thing he doesn't love and, with, and successfully. Yeah. And successfully. And then with her, you're, you get where like that conversation's so good because she's like, well, I tried for a while and then I turned it into a break bakery. And she even says the only reason she waited so long is because she didn't know he was going to come back. Yeah. And just seeing the impact he had on all these people. And do you know who I really want to see this movie? I want Jeremy Allen White's character in the bear to watch this film. (laughs) I feel like it would just do a lot for him mentally. I I want him to see that movie. Um, And just like the way Nicolas Cage, when he's cooking that meal with Amir, having him help him cook this meal that meant so much to his mom and his family that he heard about for years. The fact that he remembered that, like I remember every meal I ever cooked, every person I served, like, and he means that, like he, right down to the wine, like the exact meal for this family. And that moment when he learns his poor little piggy, who we never even learned his name, learned her name. Yeah. Is dead. I mean, it's just all this that he's went through just for that to happen. And like, he can't really do anything. And if he hadn't came looking for her, he could still think she's alive. Like, even though she wouldn't be. And just, it's brutal. It is absolutely yeah. brutal. It's beautiful. Like, I think the script is so smart. His performance is so good. And like, yeah, I just think it's like a perfect film. I know you don't believe in those Russell, but like, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. I mean, I do think it's really good. Yeah, I I didn't know what to, I mean, I knew a little bit what to expect. I knew that uh, you know, Nicolas Cage loses his pig. Uh, but I thought it was going to lean towards the Taken. Taken <laughs> uh John Wick type thing. Yeah. And then it, when it didn't, I was like, I'm still fucking into this. This is fantastic. Yeah. And super sad. Yeah. I want a pet pig now. That's not true. Yeah. yeah. I didn't expect the emotional gravitas of this movie. Like it's it's so good. I don't know. I don't have really anything to complain about. I don't. I don't either. You're gonna be like nine. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll see. <laughs> um, but I will. Fu- oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I have a little funny thing about this. Yeah. So um, Saturday, I decided to learn how to like smoke meat for the first time. Yeah. And I smoked a, uh, I smoked a pulled pork. Okay. And then watched this movie. I'm like, oh, fuck. Nice. Oh, Maybe I shouldn't have watched this that. movie. What you need to do, do a double feature of this and Okja in either order. 
and you will probably just never eat pork again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry. It's a funny no, little terrifying. <laughs> moment. Yeah, that's funny. That's that's amusing. I'm also glad that you're learning to smoke meat. Yeah, it, I, it turned I out pretty well. Some meat well why didn't you bring smoke. any? I'm kind of offended. I should have brought some because I still have a fuck ton. It was like an eight pound pulled pork I made. Nice. We could have been eating pork and talking about pork. Fuck. Yeah. Well, give me give me an hour. <laughs> Put in the guilt guilt aspect, you know. Yeah. Really flavor our voices. <laughs> and guilt works really well for me. <laughs> but yeah, great movie. Yeah, it is a really good movie. I think the pacing is really good. Like, I think it looks really good. It's like, gorgeous. Yeah, it's just such a beautiful little film. Agreed. Yeah. Did I you watch cry? It again. I did not cry. Of course. I mean, I cry at movies sometimes. Oh, yeah. I didn't cry at this one though. It makes me cry. I didn't, but I was like, oh god, oof. It made me feel stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if he would have went back to Amir's dad's house and like repeatedly smashed his head against the floor and like, while also crying, but like, maybe I really wanted him to kill that dude over his pig. <laughs> it just, uh, I mean, I think the that's not the better. type of movie it was. No, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. The movie's better movie. for it not doing that, but I, I was like, man, I'd fuck that guy up. If someone like kidnapped my, I would burn that city to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Someone fucked with my squanch. I'd fuck fucking, I don't even know. I'd help you. Yeah. Squanch is a treasure. Yeah. Squanch is a treasure, but truffles. So you had a question Clayton about what a truffle is. I did. I'm so confused. I'm not rich enough to be involved with truffle food. Yeah. Stuffs. So I also was confused. So I had to look up truffles. Um, because any any other time I've heard truffle, it's always some weird chocolate dessert. That's different. Yeah. Truffles makes it a fancy mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. So a truffle is a fruiting body of a subterranean ascomacit fungus. Kamasutra? Bless you. <laughs> Predominantly one of the many species of the genus tuba. Yeah, it's like an underground growing mushroom. Man, I watched The Last yeah. of Us. I'm not going to eat that. I'm glad yeah, right? I'm not rich. <laughs> yeah, so uh, truffles are actually extremely expensive, more expensive than even the movie makes, like, it, appear. makes it appear to be. Yeah. yeah. So uh, truffles are ex- why truffles are so expensive is because pound for pound truffle is one of the most expensive foods you can buy. The That sentence doesn't make any sense, Google. What the fuck? The reason behind such a high cost is the scarcity of the produce. Truffles are seasonal, extremely difficult to grow, and take many years to cultivate. But they also have a really short shelf life. So the taste of a truffle, uh, in in one word, uh, complex. They have an earthy, musky, umami-rich flavor. That's that subtly floral. You mammy. You mommy. No, it just mean like a, com- a complex Umami. flavor. I feel like it's what, you know, when you, it kind of sounds like, like someone, it's like, it doesn't taste that great. You know, like it's when complex. you're like trying to call someone a bitch, but like, you don't want to say they're a bitch. So you're like, I don't know. You just, <laughs> they're complex. Yeah. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah. I, I think it depends on your palate. Like, cause some, ple- some I do not have a sophisticated palate. Yeah, um, I, I eat Taco Bell. Yeah, some people want complex food. I've had truffle oil, Mm -hmm. which is like a, it's basically, you know, the oil of a truffle. Mm -hmm. I've had that and it's pretty good. There's a, there's a place in Lafayette that used to have a truffle lobster mac and cheese. Hmm. That was real delicious. Okay. I feel like that's just a lot of things going on together. It was really good, but yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So this, uh, this pricing is from 2018. Um, when a single truffle could cost up to $3,800. Oh my God. So, okay. How much do you think that truffle pig was worth? Because the first number that Amir's dad throws out is $15,000. Yeah. And you know, the first position's always ridiculously low. I'm like, yeah. how much would that truffle pig really be worth? 
Yeah. Lots. Because that's true. Like they usually, because pigs can smell the particular musk of the mushroom. Yeah. That's why they, that's why they have truffle pigs. Hmm. I didn't expect to learn about mushrooms on this show. I have another question on money. Okay. At the restaurant that they go to where he talks to the chef about all of that, whatever, and it has the most annoying hostess that's serving this food and going through all of this stuff, you yeah. know, and in this natural smoke of pine cones. Um, how God. much do you think this deconstructed one scallop <laughs> uh, meal would set you back? I that's I mean that's probably like a fifteen hundred dollar plate. I'm like you look. Can at I the, break something in your house? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you look at the area, so you're talking Portland, Oregon, uh-huh. right? Uh, and then you're talking a super fancy high end restaurant that is really hard to get into. Um, in Portland, Oregon, which is already one of the most expensive places to live in America. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, honestly, him going to live in that shack seems like the better idea. <laughs> I'd rather do that. Yeah. I mean, he probably still pays more in rent in that shack than we do for a whole house in Indiana. <laughs> Thankfully, he's selling truffles every day, so he can afford that. Yeah, um, he's just but, eating canned chicken and flour. Yeah, so you take you take into account those things. Gourmet meals. Yeah, yeah, take into account those things. That chef being like a super, like that chef has got to be like a popular chef now, like in this the time frame of the movie mm-hmm. so like take all that into account i bet that one plate is probably fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> it's disgusting i and wish it's one of those ridiculous pretentious restaurants that's like we deconstructed the scallop exactly that's what i mean it's like the restaurant in the menu i was gonna say yeah, that. like that's like what it menu. reminded me of <laughs> yeah i don't i've never the fanciest restaurant i ever been to was in san diego <coughs> and it was fairly reasonable but it was still the most expensive place I've ever been to. How much was that? Uh, full disclosure, I didn't pay for it. Oh. So I don't know. But it was easily a couple, couple thousand. What? <laughs> you dined and dashed? I dined and dashed. <laughs> no, a, a buddy and I, or friends of ours, went and saw some friends that were living in San Diego at the time. And our one buddy was like, hey, it's my birthday tonight. I want to go to a fancy restaurant. Everyone dress up and I'm, it's on me. Yeah. Nice. Which was super cool. It was awesome. I didn't expect that. <laughs> now, could you tell it was that much? Like, was it just that much better? It was to be worth that price. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like this type of restaurant. It had kind of a like a spookier vibe. Like I called it, it was like eyes wide shut. The restaurant. Oh yeah. Oh. There's a lot of weird taxidermy it, on the was wall. It one of those, was there like, an orgy? There wasn't, masks. but I feel like there could have been. Oh, nice. I feel like there could have been at one Were there point. at least masks? I hope there were masks. There were masks on the walls. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And it was like... So it wasn't like a sensory deprivation restaurant? No. Oh, okay. It was more like a exotic meats restaurant. Like you can get... I don't know. What's an exotic meat? It's the best meat you've ever had in your mouth? Panda. Probably not panda. <laughs> <laughs> Those are almost extinct. Yeah. So... Yeah. There's a scene in Succession, a show that I love and Russell hates, uh, where this character gets his first paycheck and it's like a big boy paycheck and uh, family friends like, I'm going to show you how to be rich. And they go to this restaurant and he orders this thing that's like a whole songbird and they serve it with like this little towelette thing that you're supposed to put over your head while you eat it because it's kind of illegal and also to hide the shame of what you're doing <laughs> and you have to eat it whole like it is just little i'm like i wonder how much that would cost but yeah i've heard of that there's this that's actually a thing where you eat like a whole bird bones yeah. and all and everything rich people are fucking weird yeah dude yeah. I think you could just get to a point where you have so much money that like nothing else matters anymore. So yeah. you're just like a fucking weirdo. I'm just going to spend this on dinner because I can. Yeah. I went to a Brazilian steakhouse and I think I paid like 50, probably closer to 75 bucks yeah. for a meal. And I thought that was insane. But it was like all you can I, in today's economy, I would not spend more <laughs> eating out in this economy. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I would not spend more than two hundred and fifty dollars on a plate of food 
And I know that that's already like seemingly high, but there's, I would say there's yeah. probably some stuff out there that I would spend yeah. close to a couple hundred dollars on. But I would not like anything more than $250 on a plate of food. Like absolutely fucking not. I mean, I try it. But a lot of that shit's all like, this is a, like they did in the movie. It's like, this is a pine cone smoked, deconstructed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just give me a fucking pork chop, dog. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off with all that shit. Yeah. Like, give me the, there's like some rare seasonings that like only, there's there's some, there's a flour that you can use as a seasoning. I don't remember what it's called. Get your heart. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's really hard to grow, so it's really expensive, and but apparently it tastes really good. So like that's the stuff that I would tr- want to try. That's yeah. like, hey, yeah, I would try that. I would spend a lot of money trying like this lamb chop you made with these very special. Just at seasonings. some point, it's like, how good could this really be? Yeah, to justify this. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, there's so I wouldn't mind being disgustingly rich. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. I would do the research. I'd go and try these things. Yeah, for, for y'all. I'd, I'd for do us. It. I would do it for you guys. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know? Yeah. All right, Clayton, get disgustingly rich so you can tell me what a truffle tastes like. <laughs> uh, so one more interesting fact about truffles, then we can go to the trivia corner. Um, so farmers grow truffles by inoculating the roots of saplings with truffle spores. Then they can harvest the truffles anywhere between six and seven years later. Hmm. Nice. With their pig. Yeah. Well, they probably know where they're at, so they're not like hunting them. But they still. But that's six to seven years. Six to seven years to grow the truffles. Yep. That's fucking nuts. Rich people. Yeah. It's super interesting. Like, it's cool. I like mushrooms. I bet I would like it. They kind of freak me out, honestly. Really? You yeah. like mushrooms? I don't like thinking about them. Fair. I mean, that's fair. That makes sense. Like, you watch those time-lapse videos or something, like, it's just, they're horrifying. Yeah. Absolutely horrifying. I don't know why we ever would, like, put one in our mouth. They're delicious. Some of them taste Some all right. Some of them are and, great. You know, I've... I've and shrooms, you know, they are whatever, but like, <laughs> That's a I think they're, they're, I think they're truly a terrifying, uh, thing on our planet. Yeah. Just fun guy. <laughs> That's me. I'm just a fun guy. Yeah. You're a fun guy. Oh, thanks. Do we want to go to Dave's trivia corner? I'm down. Do you guys want to? It's my favorite corner to be in. Ooh. Most happening place in town. It is pretty happening. You guys want to follow our pig to the corner? Yeah. Oh, God, too soon. You're right. I feel bad for saying that. <laughs> uh, this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say... Oh, neat. Nice. This is fucking good teamwork, dudes. Yeah. We should, join a re- we should start a restaurant. Dude, one day. I'm way too lazy. I've watched the bear. That's that's too much too much stress. It's a lot of work. I'm already 35. I don't want to cut my lifetime down like one of my goals in life is to eventually own a restaurant one day. Really? Yeah. I'd be your mascot. Russell, I love you to death, but your anxiety, your head would explode. You've got a point. It's real stressful to run a restaurant. You've watched the bear. Do you know what all of my anxiety is focuses around? What? Like just being social. <laughs> you That's really to, about the you only have thing to that interact gives me with a lot of people at a restaurant. Social. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's like. Yeah, but that's different. That's uh, not. I've never seen you at work because I'm not going near that place at Denver Bowl. <laughs> that's just <laughs> not for me, dog. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. That's not a big deal. That doesn't bother me. All right, you guys ready? Well, by all means, start a restaurant one day. What, what kind of restaurant? Grilled cheese food truck. Nice. Now that I can get behind. Yeah. Loaded fries. Grilled cheese. Oh, like you just grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, dude. It's just it's three slices of cheese and it's two slices of bread. And it's just a grilled cheese food truck. <laughs> it's not really a restaurant, that's a truck. That's, but that's, uh that's the first part of the truck. First part of the plan. Anyway, giving out my <laughs> secrets over here. Let's move on, Dave. All right. Time for trivia. You guys ready? <laughs> that was a nice piece of trivia. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I said it. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Thanks. 
God damn it. I don't want Russell to feel like he did something good on this show. Damn. <laughs> that, whoa, I, I'm kidding, buddy. You know, I love you. The secrets are pouring. This yeah, is, fuck. <laughs> this is hotter when Charles, than when Charles went on BBC and said he was porking Camilla. Porking. I'm kidding, Russell. I love you. I know. Uh, Did you like that? That was good. That was good. That was good. Uh, In an after film QA, director Michael uh, Sonarski. Sonarski? Sonarski? Just be confident. Just say it confidently. Yeah. That's exactly how you meant. It's how it's pronounced. uh, Revealed. Uh, the pig only had three days of training and bit Nicholas cage multiple times after a particularly <laughs> nasty bite cage joked. I've been on, I've been set on fire. I've been flipped. I've been in, been in flipped cars, but I'll, it'll be sepsis from a pig that kills me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of just makes me love that pig. I love like, it. That's so funny. I love it. Uh, the budget was very small, so they couldn't hire a trained pig. <laughs> uh, Pigs are super smart. They probably are super was just smart. like, I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, like, but yeah. great actress. She made me believe that she was the sweetest piggy that ever lived. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you felt so bad when she got stolen. She didn't want to get stolen. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Uh, according to director, uh, she was Michael, screaming, screaming. She was screaming real loud. <laughs> according to director, Michael Sinarski, uh, he only had 20 days to make the movie. So all actors had to get everything right from the first time as there was no budget for reshoots or delays. That is wild for how yeah. well this movie turned out. It blows my mind when I hear factoids like this, They're like you can just take a couple weeks, two, three weeks, Make a feature film yeah. of quality. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, Pig is Nicolas Cage's 100th acting performances in both film and TV shows combined. Oh, nice. neat. Super neat. Yeah. Uh, nearly one hour was cut from the movie as distributors thought it was too long. What was in that hour? Okay. I don't know. I have a thought on... <laughs> I have a note. I think this movie is paced perfectly, but at the same time, like I would a hundred percent watch this movie if it was two and a half hours long. Like I just, I found it riveting. Yeah, for sure. That makes me mad. Give us, (laughs) give us the Snyder cut of pig, the pig cut. Give us the whole hog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Michael cut. The whole hog. <laughs> uh, director uh, Michael Snarsky was thrilled with Nicolas Cage's dedication and preparedness for the role. In fact, Cage would invariably nail his performance in just one or two takes. It sounds like they had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. Uh, Nicholas Cage said there was a lot of similarities between him and Rob. Uh, Cage previously stated his character in Joe from 2013 was the closest to him in real life. I didn't watch that one. Have you guys covered it? Character what? His character in Joe from 2013 was the closest to him in real life. It's got a really boring cover. I didn't see it. Because it had a really boring cover and a boring name. Give us your mad Joe facts, Russell. Okay. It's got, uh, it's the movie with Ty Sheridan. I don't think I watched this. (coughs) Joe, an ex-con who is the unlikeliest of role models, meets a 15-year-old boy and is faced with the choice of redemption or ruin. Hmm. Ruin. Ruined. Yeah, I've not seen that. Ready for some more? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage has said that he it is highly unlikely that he'll be able to see this film as he felt he laid himself out so bare that it would be really difficult for him to watch it. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did excellently. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a couple more and then we'll get to the spoilers. Yeah. Uh, this is Nicolas Cage's favorite of his films. Uh, he felt he had become seasoned as an actor. 
<laughs> Seasoned as an actor. <laughs> I'm I'm so annoyed. Oh my. Uh Nicholas Cage is Alex Wolf's favorite actor. That's sweet. That's sweet. That's cute. Uh Nicholas Cage wanted to remind viewers that he can give a realistic performance. I was yeah. reminded. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think he had that in him. I never forgot. Same. Love you, Nick. All right. Let's get to some spoilies. All four spoilies. All four spoilies. Uh, Chef Fenway and Rob met at the Hestia and Fenway's new restaurant. It's called the Euripidus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a reference to the struggle uh, shared by every character in Pig. Either they can look backwards and despair at their loss lost passions, or look forward to experience the terror that it might already be gone forever. Towards the end of the film, Rob uses to Amir that he had never looked for his pig. If he had never looked for his pig, she would still be alive in his mind. Finally, yeah. the character who took that from him is functionally equivalent to Hades, who keeps a wife as a prisoner in a state of undeath. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. Neat. Isn't that neat? I like that. I did think that was neat. Uh, Rob meets with Chef Finway at his restaurant, which has a menu based on deconstructed dishes. In the scene, Rob deconstructs Chef Finway. Yeah. Ooh. He almost Not gave literally. me goosebumps. Be a different movie. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Nicholas Cage plays a retired chef, and there's a short scene before he makes a pivotal meal where you can hear a barred owl make their distinct call. Who cooks for you? Who cooks for you all? <laughs> Who wrote these? <laughs> Some guy in <at> IMDb. <laughs> all right, one more. Uh, Rob contemplating in a cafe that if he had never looked for his pig, the pig would have still been alive in his mind. An illustration of the Schrodinger's cat paradox in quantum mechanics. A cat and a flask of poison are sealed in a box, and the flask may shatter any time, releasing the poison and killing the cat. But if the box is not open, the cat may be considered simultaneously both alive and dead. Yep. Yeah. Maybe the most famous kitty. Very famous kitty. Mm. Yeah. That's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, I'm, neat. I'm, ooh, neat. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Got Hold it, on. Clayton. Ooh, neat. Ooh, even better. Ooh, use that one. Yeah, that's the take. Yeah, that's the take. Yeah. All right, you guys want to rate it? I'd rate it. I love rating movies. Hold on, I don't do a Shane. I'd fuck this pig. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I don't How fuck could, my pig. How could you? Uh, that's what Shane would say. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> He's so far away. I miss him. All right. Uh, I'm going to rate this a 9.5, actually. Um, I think this is a really fantastic movie. I think the pacing is on point. I think the acting is phenomenal. Uh, I don't really have any complaints. I probably wouldn't watch it too many times, but I would at least watch this one more time. Um, and that's, that's what I got. 9.5. Great film. Dave. I agree with Russell. I'll ask you to 9.5. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I do want to see it again. I I uh, I think I may have not necessarily missed stuff, but I want to see it again to get a really better appreciation of it. But I thought it was beautiful, super sad. I missed that pig. Nine point five. So, uh, like I said, this is pretty pretty amazing to me. I'm just gonna read my letterbox review of this that I posted in the summer of 2022 in which I gave it a 10 out of 10. We don't get a lot of things to really care about. This film makes me like 
ugly cry out loud, sobbing, no exaggeration. That's how viscerally I react to this. Nick Cage's best work, hands down, in my opinion. I think this is one of the best to come out in probably the last five years at least, and it's just the simple story of a man searching for his pig. And those little piggy grunts at the end of the credits, letting us know that he got a new pig, just like breaks me. I love this movie a lot. Um, just had to take a little break from it after I lost my little my little piggy. Um, Understandable. Yeah. I didn't know Nicolas Cage had this in him, and I was very, very surprised expecting a John Wick rip off and getting this really soulful introspective uh, movie and I really do wish Jeremy Allen White's character from the bear could see this <laughs> I love that awesome alright well that'll do it for pig Thanks for joining us on the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network. Find us on all your social media, searching Drafty Q or Drafty Quarters Productions. Uh, hit us up on Patreon for $1 a month. You can get our DQP Does, the MCU series, as that uh, slowly re-releases for Patreon. And when we get to where we stopped at, uh, we will be doing more covering the MCU after the Infinity Saga. Uh, find our Amazon wish list in the show notes and send us your comments, thoughts, concerns at draftq at gmail.com. Awesome. You nailed it, bud. What does he sign off with? Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Then he reads something. He reads a cool quote. You should use stale bread for French toast. Mm-hmm.